Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to this Man of the Post podcast. We are back. We're here to talk about Euro 2020 in June, Euro uh, in 2021. Um, I'm, of course, your host, Ross. And with me for this podcast is Adam. Hello. Chris. Hello. Uh, Tom. Evening. How are we doing, gents? How's your tournament been so far? Well, I didn't really realise I, re- I, re- I was missing football until today. <laughs> yeah now there's none of it for two days it's two days weird. as well what's this about yeah why is there a two-day gap the world cup was just one day wasn't it i, I don't think there'd ever be a gap in the world cup until much later there, w- there wouldn't be any of this stopping after the group stages my life eh? <laughs> yeah straight on with the next phase that's what we got the copper america still yeah but you're the only person watching that that's one that like oh that's part of my that's our time. Not, I was going to say it's part of my bedtime. That's not true. It's just it's just at a time that I'm not I'm not permitted to watch football at that time. It's too <laughs> yeah, better than Taskmaster. There you can I beat you off. Well, that's a lie. I'm going to mute you straight away. <laughs> How you been enjoying the tournament, Tom? You're back at work and you're not not allowed to show it in your pub for some reason. Yeah, that's uh, a head office decision. I think <laughs> I they'll change their mind if England get any further, but. It was pretty dip, pretty easy on Friday night because there was no one in the pub. Imagine. So watching watching the England game on the phone behind the bar. <laughs> I love for the final. England England have made it to the final. It's just you, just in the pub on your own. <laughs> that will that will pretty much be the case. <laughs> that sounds ideal. To be fair, pub on your own. Take that top in with you. Set it up. That yeah. is a way to work. Yeah, put it on the TV. Who's going to yeah. stop you then? <laughs> yeah, good point. Don't just lock doors. No one will try and come in. Who's going to report? Who's going to report you? <laughs> Chris, what about you? Are you uh, any any um, things that stand out for you so far from the tournament, or you just uh, you've been watching more Copper America than Euros? <laughs> no, no, I've been watching. I've not seen all the Euros games, but I've um... too much going on in the, in the Oceania Champions League. Bloody right, it was the. Um... East Asian Champions League, Eastern Group this week as well. So, and the no European respect Champions for the Euros, those countries. The European the Champions East, League started this week as well. The East Asian Champions League, so not even well, not no, even it, the whole of Asia. It is the Asian Champions League, but it's the Eastern section. The Western have done their bit, as the Eastern are doing their bit. But um, I quite enjoyed. Uh, I'm I'm just waiting for France to set the world alight. Mm. I think. But yeah, I have been enjoying what I've seen so far. I've not seen an awful lot, but I've enjoyed what I have seen so far. The last, the last set of group games made me wonder why we have the group stages at all, to make it a straight knockout, because they're a pure chaos. But all the games, mostly, on the game three, like, teams weren't really trying the first two games, and then everyone decided they needed to win the last group game. I think if you had that, it would be, you'd get far more cagey affairs. Or a straight knockout competition. Yeah. I just love no that. Cup and the UEFA Cup. 
Yeah, but no one wants to make the mistake that knocks their team out. You don't even get a second leg, do you? No, that's true. Why you that's why you don't play Jordan Henderson. <laughs> Listen, he's everything Calvin Phillips wants to be. Burning effigies of Jordan Henderson in the streets of Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> And Sunderland. Um, let's start with Group A. Then Group A was won by the Italians. Play three, one, three, scored seven, conceded none. Um, Cancer, really, wasn't it for them? They've looked for me one of the most impressive teams so far. Probably the most impressive team. This is sneaky Italy who win tournaments. Exciting Italy. A lot of, lot of turn, goal scoring they've got in that team. They, t- they turn up with they turn up with uh, with no hope beyond sort of the fact that they they are Italy. Italian. Yeah. But no one's no one's talking about them. And then they, it's 2006 when they won a World Cup. I think when you um, when you when they played their third team, oh, their, their third, sorry, their third game, uh, and they're dropping players and bringing in players like Chiesa, mm. um, you know that they've got the depth to do it this time. I've got a Chiesa sticker in my Euro 2020 sticker book today, and it made me sad because I'm pretty sure I had his dad in a sticker <laughs> about 25 years ago. <laughs> Not prepared for that. <laughs> That's quite a surprise, but yeah, they look very good, Tom, aren't they, Italy? Well, it, it was um, it was strange that no one is talking about them. Aren't they on a twenty-nine match unbeaten run or Jesus something? Ridiculous. Something like that, and then you got people saying that they're dark horses, but it's it's Italy. Yeah. All their players are playing at the top level in European football. I know mm. they haven't had the most difficult group, but to to win the group, looking so good and not. Not, I know it's probably been said thousands of times, but they're not playing like a traditional Italian team of old. They're not. No. Yeah, they're actually playing some exciting attacking football, which think, not many of the bigger teams in this tournament have so far. Talking about, looking, Mancini, talking about looking good. Talking about, I was about to say, talking about looking good and exciting. Yeah. Let's talk about a 57 year old Roberto Mancini. Yeah, what a man. Yeah. That's the aim, Chris, isn't it? That is. <laughs> <laughs> I've got 13 years to get into shape. <laughs> um, second in the group were Wales. Oh, I don't know about Wales. They were quite exciting at the last um, Euros, but I don't know, something about them this time seems a bit... Uh, they're trying to put the band back together. It's not quite working as well. Gareth Bale looks like a shadow of his former self. I really enjoyed the um, the Turkey game that Wales played. Yeah. Uh, I felt that were pretty good in that in, um in that because they're under a fair amount of pressure for quite some time during that game. Um, I didn't see the draw and I thought they played all right against Italy. They didn't do particularly great, but yeah, they, um, it's very sickly sweet, the Wales support. Everyone sort of talk about how wonderful it is to support Wales and all this. I don't, I don't buy into it. No, not at all. It, it does feel, it does feel like a 2016 covers badge, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, and like, you same. do wonder Ramsey's whether... Four years older. And, I think I agree a little bit with what you're saying there, Chris. It does feel a little bit like um, the Wales support, like talking about how great Wales fans are has kind of jumped the shark a little bit. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it was like Ireland fans in Italian 94. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, they're fine, aren't they? I mean, their main striker is Kiefer Moore, who does he play for Cardiff, Tom? I'm going to guess he plays for Cardiff. He's a Welsh striker. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> It sounds like he looks like a championship striker. Doesn't he does, he? doesn't he? Yeah, he's got all the attributes of one. He's lumbering. He's uh, good with his head. True, city legend. Is he? Wow. <laughs> Half to the Euros. <laughs> um, Switzerland, Chris, your boy Shakiri. Can I mean they're through, but they've not looked great, have they? No, they've not looked great. The problem is with Switzerland is um, I boring. 
Yeah, I, I don't really sort of get. Um, oh, I can't remember his name. Pet, it's not Petkovic, that's the manager. Um, oh, Sparovic, the, yeah, um, the striker. Yeah. yeah. He does okay, Benfica. I've never really sort of seen him sort of perform at international level. He's one of those players on football manager where sort of for shooting, they've got a 12 or like yeah. a 13 or something. <laughs> He's never sort of going to be prolific. Um, yeah. and I don't Same with Mbolo, that... six international goals in like 50 appearances. He looks yeah. like he should have more than that. I don't think, I don't this think, this effect the... doesn't. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he could play front for Wales. He could. I'm convinced he's never scored a goal. I know he, he says he scored at this tournament, but I didn't see that game, so it doesn't count. But every time I've seen him play international football, it looks who's who's this hoof up front? Like, what's, what's this guy? Is he won a competition to play John there? John Parkin play for Switzerland. But he's got something like he's got over 20 international goals, I think. For them, just think. Jesus. Are these there's all against of, Andorra and San Marino? I was about to say there's a lot of playing San Marino in there. Yeah. I think Switzerland are one of these teams. I think someone's talked about it before, but they're one of these teams that know how to play the um, world rank, the FIFA World Rankings game, uh, which is possibly why he scored so many goals. Mm. Yeah, it must be Turkey, who are, for a lot of people, they're their dark horses for the tournament have, have been abysmal, absolutely they, abysmal. Yeah, they were mine. <laughs> I um, in two thousand six, I said Serbia Montenegro were going to storm it because they conceded like one goal in the whole of qualifying, and they went yeah. out for zero points. The exact same thing here as well. I thought Turkey were going to do really well, so they've got um, you must Jonah for international team. <laughs> well, got... let's not spend time talking about all the great players that they've got. Chris, <laughs> evidence suggests that they don't. Well, they do. They got Yilmaz and Selik, who are straight off of winning league. They yeah. got um, Sionchu. Yeah, what and... does that tell you? League. <laughs> they've got Sionchu um, from Leicester. They've got Demiral from Juventus, and then they've got Cengiz under and Hakan Chan Logli. So they're mm. they're. The, the problem you've got there is that you need 11 players for a team. Well, yeah, yeah. that's the problem. These guys play as a team as well. They, they've just been <laughs> terrible. They, yeah, I'm happy they're out. Um, group B looked like a fun group. Um, the start of the bottom round, Russia, I was really disappointed with them in the first game. They looked like they'd never played football before. And they're playing in Russia as well, which means they normally have mm. access to their special supplies. And Yuri Zhirkov was playing. I couldn't believe that. Yeah. I thought he retired years ago. <laughs> I can't believe he's still under the age of 40. <laughs> he definitely <laughs> does not look it. As well. Convinced he's played at every major tournament for the last 30 years, isn't he? Isn't he, Cafu? That must give you all hope to be able to play international football, surely. <laughs> not when you go off injured after in the first half of the first game and don't make another appearance. <laughs> yeah. When did he leave? I'm just have a Google on him. You talk about um, Denmark. Um, Denmark and Finland. Chris, you carry on. Denmark, thank you. Um, did anyone see the tweet yesterday? Um, I can't remember who tweeted it, but it was a photo of, I think it was a Welsh player. Uh, oh, this is yeah, Tom Bullis in our group today. It was Ethan Ampadu, yeah. Someone, someone's, yeah, I think it was a journalist as well. Was, That's right. We tweeted a picture of Ethan Ampadu saying, this must be the most unlucky player, uh, unluckiest player at the Euros. No contest. Um <laughs> But there were lots of there were lots and lots of comments uh, <laughs> suggesting a certain Danish midfielder might be the unluckiest. Yeah. But then he made it worse for himself <laughs> by by following up and replying to one of the tweets saying, "I think he's one of the luckiest to still be alive." It's <laughs> <laughs> probably not because he's just had a heart attack and he probably won't play professional football again. Yeah, yeah one of the Welsh players got a slightly controversial red card and might miss a game. So yeah, it's definitely worse. Didn't even, I, don't even think it was that complicated. I think it was a red card. Yeah. In the modern day, yeah, yeah, it is, unfortunately. 
Yuri Jerkov left Chelsea in 2011, by the way. <laughs> I think Denmark are playing a lot on emotion, and I wonder how far emotion is going to get you in this tournament. Um, they lost that game. I think, I think Finland must have felt pretty rotten winning that game. Um, I think maybe what they could have done is that Andres Christensen Thunderbastard going in earlier, uh, yeah. maybe in one of the other games, because that would have given them a huge emotional lift, a goal like that. Um, but I wonder how far they can go, given sort of what they've been through. Well, they kick I mean, off, they kick feel, off the knockout stages. They, that bad. they, they play they Wales did, in Wales. Finland did save a penalty. They didn't feel that bad, did they? They did celebrate quite a lot as well, didn't they? When they scored, I think they, they didn't celebrate they, the goal. They, they, most of them were muter celebrations, but the goalkeeper. He did not read the room, did he? I think he stopped when he realised that no one else was just like celebrating <laughs> that much. Yeah, it was a. I think it was a lucky goal. Casper def, definitely would have saved that if his head was in the game. But he, he makes those routine saves all the time, but it, he just kind of spilled it in. It was, yeah, but yeah, they play play Wales yeah, in Wales five o'clock on Saturday, kicking off the knockout stages. Uh, who have you got winning that one? Let's make predictions now. Uh, Wales. Oh, okay. Chris, I don't know. Uh, I think Wales maybe because the home advantage maybe. Okay, Tom. I thought I was going to be the only one picking Wales, but yeah, I think Wales might just edge it. <laughs> yeah, I think Wales as well, unfortunately. I want Denmark to do well, but yeah. Chris, think... has, Chris has screwed Wales, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Good. <Denmark> <laughs> uh, the winners of Group B were Belgium. They look like the, the Belgian that they should be, shouldn't they? Lukaku looks um, imperious up front. He looks somehow bigger and stronger than he's ever looked before. And Wait, I, don't, I think the thing with Lukaku isn't about looking bigger and stronger I think it's about him I mean I, I'm not sure I disagree with that I think Lukaku looks best when he looks quick yeah and that's and that's what he looks like he's taking he shots early to, as well with power he, keepers have no he, chance he looks back to having that combination of power and pace where when he by the time he left Manchester United especially he had turned into um, mm. he was lumbering he was yeah. too heavy yeah Cure a hundred million bid for Man United is probably to try and buy him. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Belgium have done this without really using Kevin De Bruyne so far. A bit worrying, seen, isn't it? I, I, the only time I've seen Belgium is watching Jason Denea make that error. Um, I haven't seen any of the games. I like watching Denea. He, he looks like a proper throwback player. I, I, I've never been convinced by him when I've watched him for Leon and mm. that the way he gave that ball away for that goal is um, only sort of strengthening that. I, I don't. I, I, um, I follow a, a Leon fan, Tarek Amir, uh, on Twitter, who is equally pulling his hair out um, at uh, Jason Dineo. But yeah, that's really what I've seen. I've not seen any of... I, I, I don't remember seeing any of their matches anyway. So Yeah, they, they, they look like the Belgian you'd expect. Tom, Belgian, you can get 8-1 to one for Belgium to win the tournament. Are you putting any money on beyond it? I don't think so. No? But I think... They haven't, in the they haven't been tested at all. I mean, they're, they're levels above anyone else in that group. I mean, they're the other three all similar standards for me. Yeah. Belgium, I think when they get a real test, I think they'll struggle. They've which got they Portugal might knockouts. Yeah. yeah. Is that is that the test? That... I think so. I, th- I think I've got Portugal going through on that. Yeah, Ronaldo looks like he's got a point to prove, doesn't he? Well, he's definitely going to want to score in the next game. Just to get that record, um, I quite like Belgium at eight to one. Eight to one is, I mean, you get each way on that to get to the final. That's pretty decent. I just think they've been looking decent anyway. 
You're taking eight to one, and Belgium or thirteen to two on England. Eight to one on Belgium. <laughs> exactly. I um, mean, they could always bring Thierry Henry off the bench. I guess as everyone's been watching him in training this week, they can still knock him in. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's annoy- annoyingly still very, very good. He's teaching Christian Benteke everything you know. Has <laughs> he uh, played yet, Benteke? Of course uh, not. Well, I hope not. No. I don't know if, if they had a dead rubber or something. They just threw him in it. They could have done. They did have a dead rubber, yeah, but they didn't. <laughs> I mean, the Italians substituted their goalkeeper. They did. What was that about? So just to get him a cap at, at the Euros? Well, he's he's played in the World Cup before, Siri has, um, yeah. but I don't think he's played in the Euros. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. Um, Group C, Holland play 3-1-3. They look terrifying to me. That front four they've got is so quick and the, the movement between them is um, unlike I've, I've seen at the tournament so far. They, they would worry me if England had to play them in the knockouts, which I think we might have avoided now. I'm not sure how the group uh, the knockouts have worked out, but yeah, they look pretty good. Semi-finals when we play them if we get through. Really. Yeah, that'd be worrying for me. Um, a fairly easy group for them, really, though. Austria, Ukraine and North Macedonia. I just want to pick you up in your Holland, because you called them Holland and not Netherlands, and people get pissy about that. And I'm sort of fuck, they're Holland. Well, no, when, um, when Kevin... Always Holland, been Holland. When Kevin Volland came on for Germany the other day, someone tweeted, he's actually called Kevin Vetherland. But... <laughs> 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 yes, Holland's top of the group with nine points, um, with three wins out of three. Austria came second. Um, yeah, um, I don't see anything to scare me out of Austria. Sorry, interrupt you there. Uh, um, I don't. I don't see anything to scare me from Austria. I don't know how on earth they came second because they've got David Alaba. They got some bits from midfield who is okay. David Alaba can't play in another nine positions. Sadly. <laughs> um, and Marco Anatovic is going to do Marco Anatovic things. Yeah, say naughty things to Macedonian Albanians. Get yeah. banned for games. Yeah. <laughs> Weird, yeah. I don't know how they've managed to finish off Ukraine, but all three three teams have gone through there. North Macedonia are out. Um, didn't embarrass themselves though. I thought they played some nice football, especially against Holland. Um, the final score flattered Holland a little bit, I think. But Macedonia are quite a nice attacking football team. Leeds legend in there. <laughs> yeah, Jan Janioski. Yeah, or penis head I himself. I don't, think, <laughs> I don't think that Holland have been that impressive. You know. No, well, it's an easy group, I suppose. It's a very easy group. Mm. I think they played some very um, easy on the eye, quite controlling football. Like some of the positions, I was thinking, where you, the positions that Nathan Hackey was taking up when <laughs> when Holland had the ball roll. Ridic- were ridiculous <laughs> for a centre back, like thirty-five yards out, just <laughs> knocking the ball around. But um, I think there's a lot to be said for the fact that their top, their goals are coming from. Genie went out of so you talk about that front four, but mm. yeah, I feel like I feel like better teams can quiet down the, the goal threat of went out of <laughs> and you, you might level. be okay against them. Currently, level second in the goal scoring ranks, yeah, that's I did not expect that, I'll be sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, the rest of the group is kind of. You, three teams gone through. It's kind of a three. If we were going to go through, you would have expected Macedonia were they're fun to watch, but yeah, they've gone home. Group D, the big one, England. Um, let's talk about England. How how are we feeling about England, Tom? After those three games. Um. <laughs> that sums <laughs> it up. <laughs> yeah, that was it. I mean, it's clear to see that they haven't got 
massively going yet, but mm. it's a pretty easy group. We were always going to qualify from that group. Yeah. Like, and we're, I feel like we're never going to beat teams three or four nil consistently at, um, in big tournaments like this. Like, like you see Italy have done, like you see Netherlands have done. We're not the sort of team that will just go out and just attack for 90 minutes, score three or four goals and just carry on attacking. Yeah. Especially early on in the tournament, we just take our one nils, take our nil nils and just get through, which mm. is a bit negative. But look at it, we've gone through without conceding a goal. So you've got to take the positives, I suppose. But if you were if you were looking at playing us, if you were Germany right now or another team that's going to be playing us, then yeah. you wouldn't be scared at all of what you're facing, especially no. considering just how off the pace Harry Kane looks. And he's supposed to be our main threat. Yeah, he looks injured still. I know he's coming back from an injury. He looks. He doesn't, doesn't look like he's it. towing a caravan. He looks like he's towing that cruise ship that's just coming to Portsmouth <laughs> Harbour. Yeah. Uh, he... I, think, Go on. I think you have to cling to the... I'm clinging at the moment to the idea that England will play their best fo- football against teams that try and play football against us. Yeah. But I am... Um, because the players are there to do that. Some people seem to have taken some positives out of the, the Czech Republic game. I found, I actually found that game quite dire. Um, I turned it off after an hour. I was and, bored. Um, I, it, I think I, I've, I've had, an, had an epiphany that maybe other people have, have long had or something like that, is that I actually think that Southgate is holding this team back now. And I think that's a common, common opinion now, isn't it? Yeah. That there is the attacking talent and players there and also the the balance of players in midfield that you could put together a, an act, a good solid team here that could play could be playing football like Tom said sort of in the style or in or at least in the fashion that sort of Belgium and Holland have played during the this group and winning games mm. two and three now and and really can, keeping their foot on the pedal but We've just not done that. I worry that we're not going to play our, if not our best players, we're not going to play the players who are playing, shining brightest at the moment in yeah. in the upcoming games. I think that um, for me, the only real positive of the, of the Czech Republic game was the performance from Saka and he should have got himself on the team sheet. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Electric. But I'm not, I can't, I personally, although he scored two goals, I think for me that will probably be at the expense, expense of Sterling. I don't think that's going to happen. Um, no. Or he could play mid, in midfield if Mount's still not fit. I don't think that's going to happen either. Or I he think, could end up playing left wing back when we go far over the back. I wouldn't mind that. I actually wouldn't mind that. Um, I've, I've, I've had this weird vision that we're going to play, like Tom said, three three centre backs, and then Royce, Phillips, and Henderson in front of those three, no, just to be completely be solid. <laughs> it won't be all three of them. But I could see, I you could see you could see a back three, including Carl Walker and Trippier and Sacco with Rice. I wouldn't mind that actually. That's that's, that's exactly what I think we'll play. I think yeah. Trippier and Sa- uh, Trippier and Sacco all sure as wing backs with Rice and Phillips, and then mm. Sterling. And one other behind Kane. I'm not really sure what um, Foden has to be back in there. 
think yeah. that in the first two games, he was our our um, brightest attacking threat. Um, I don't understand what Trippi has done after the first game to not be able to <laughs> carry on playing. Just not be left-footed, basically. I think this is, is crime. Or, or vice versa, um, again, not that he's particularly had any bad games, but I'm not sure what Luke Shaw's done to keep himself in. Hmm. Um, Maybe Carl uh, Walker. He's been largely anonymous, I think, so far. I actually fairly think that England's biggest... Um, <sighs> Attacking threat came in the um, in the opening game from Kieran Trippier throwing. So maybe we need to get that back in. Well, managers had to get that in. Chris England Southgate is he going? He's taking on the old Italian style. We're going to bore our way to the win this, aren't we? One nil defensive football. I think he's on a hiding to nothing with the choice of players he's got fighting for the same position because you're never going to make everybody happy. Yeah, um, maybe give maybe give Jaden Sancho more than seven minutes. Yeah, I think yeah he should definitely have come on earlier. Um, I think Luke Shaw's done all right in the time that he's uh, been on the pitch. I mean, I, I think he definitely set Sterling up the other day. Um, yeah, I think Luke Shaw's done okay when he's coming, but I don't think you can claim assists for shots that hit the post. We've we've got more points than uh, France, Germany, Spain, Portugal. Uh, we haven't conceded. We've done okay. I mean, no one's ever. Yeah, but France, play. but for, hold on, but France, Germany, Spain, and Portugal. A lot of those teams didn't have to play. France, Germany, or Portugal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think anyone... I, I don't think the fact that we're not playing with any sort of Joe de Vivre or something um, is uh, a bad thing at this stage. I think it was just a case of getting out of the group. Um, and I think we were always going to sort of... Were we always destined to play one of Portugal, Germany and France? I Pretty think, much, yeah. yeah Pretty I much. Think, we should have always won the group. There was yeah, that brief, I, that brief, brief flirtation with Hungary last night when everyone got really excited. <laughs> well, isn't there, yeah. isn't there well, just the idea though that we've we've won the group? We, I, I feel like we've won the group. We've managed to win the group, but with no momentum. Yeah, that's yeah. the problem. Thing. Yeah. I think, and I think, so, yeah. I think playing Germany for me is probably the worst outcome possible. Because I, I think the thing is, I think the way England play, we can sort of bring teams down to our level sometimes when we play a team like France or Portugal who rely on like the technically gifted players to bring them to bring them through mm. when you're like hey come bring and scrap down to level. Yeah. Then, but then when you've when you've got a team like Germany who's so good tactically and they you saw them actually use wing backs properly where one wing backs getting in the box crossing to another wing back to score on the opposite side but we won't do that where I think mm. Germany will just out tactic us. That's not a proper sentence, but you know what I mean. Yeah, <laughs> everyone knows what you mean, though. Yeah. Um, although you say that, there was a point. All those, all those minutes yesterday when, uh, when it looked like Germany were going to finish bottom of the group, and I think to myself, I think to myself, there are kids who are like twelve and thirteen who, who think that Germany are nothing but shit at football. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they know nothing else but Germany getting knocked out in the group stages. Yeah. Um, Weird, I think, I, I, I think of the three teams in that group. I'm. Um, probably the happiest that we've got Germany. I think France are playing within themselves at the moment. Portugal would just completely out shithouses and yeah. you know we, that, that would be a game we would be destined to lose and get angry want, about in the newspapers. I, I, I want nothing to do with Pepe. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um whereas I think the Germans can be got at. Um 
And I think if he picks the right players, uh, Southgate, if he picks the right players, then I understand what Tom's saying about their wing backs, but I think we've got the forward players and the pace for those forward players to cause their defence uh, an awful lot of trouble. Max Hummels looks like he's never even seen a football before. Yeah. Um, we, we didn't... He's, he's not going to pick the right players. Though, Czech no. Republic made a defensive problems, though. Say it again, sorry. So we didn't cause many defensive problems to Croatia, Scotland or Czech Republic. Mm-hmm. No, and I kind of wonder whether England are the team that would get themselves up for a uh, a fixture like this. I think England traditionally the past can't get themselves up for a Scotland game. Let's talk about yeah. Scotland. We'll talk about England just... again in a minute. Let's talk about Scotland. That's funny, wasn't yeah. it? They got they got a point. They scored one goal. <laughs> They're so happy with their draw. Bless them. Is that is that nil, what nil they came draw. to the tournament to achieve? A oh, nil-nil draw of England, and that was it because. They've been dire, really dire. It started well with the halfway line goal from Czech Republic in the first game. <laughs> it's not really improved for them since then. I don't think they picked the right players in the first game. Um, they should have mm. gone with Che Adams in the first game. He He's looked good, didn't he? Weird. Yeah, I like Che Adams. I've always liked Che Adams. He's a bit of a bully, I think, on international football, which works for Scotland. Yeah, and I think if he'd been playing against um, the Czech Republic, I think they'd have got more than um, more sort of output than what they did get. Yeah. I've always liked Che Adams. I liked him when he was at Birmingham. He's great on Football Manager. Yeah. I haven't played up front with Mo Salah. Um, <laughs> and, um, yeah, I think if they'd picked him, then it wouldn't have been as bad for them. Um, Croatia, are we worried about them in the group stages? They looked pretty good uh, the other night. That Modric goal was up there for goal of the tournament, I think, so far. It was Scotland, though. Come on. It was, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Got a He's not going to do that. He's not going to do that every time, is he? No. I don't think they were particularly good against us, and I think we we managed Modric pretty well. Yeah. So I don't yeah. think I can't see. I think they're playing Spain in the next game. I can't see a midfield three of well, whoever's playing at Rodri, Busquets, Pedri, Koke. I can't see them having a big problem with that Croatian midfield. To be honest, no. Big battle. Let's talk about Group E, Spain's group. Um, Sweden topped the group, seven points, two wins from three games. Spain came second, Slovakia third, and Poland a disappointing fourth with a one point. Um, Adam, we watched Spain Poland on Saturday. Uh, yeah, a bit disappointed by Spain, aren't we? If they if if they stopped playing out, I don't think they'd be um, they'd be up there as favourites, wouldn't they? The yeah. chances they've created. I mean, they're helped um, out massively by Martin Dubravka in that game yesterday. But then there's that tweet going around of people who were interested to see how Morata would have missed that goal from the, the one-yard line. <laughs> would have found a way, I think, Norway's playing. Is that all it is with Spain? They're just missing... Because uh, they've got Jared Marino, haven't they, instead of Morata? He's but playing he's, sort he's, of left wing. He's, yeah, he's Marino, yeah. playing out wide. Yeah. So they, if it wasn't for Morata, we think Spain would probably stand a chance of winning. In their first game against Sweden, they had 820 more passes than Sweden. And Mar- like, Marata missed a one on one as well. He didn't, he didn't even hit the target, did he? Yeah. He did, yeah. Right. Yeah, he's, he's, he's dragging them down. Uh, at this point. I mean, you can literally point to Marata moment, moment where if someone else does that there, mm. Spain leave this group with nine points. Yeah. And quite easily look really fearful as well. Having I don't, and, I don't and think. Just... Oh, go on. No, sorry, Tom. No, I was going to say, I don't think Spain's, even with Morata, even if you took Morata out, I don't think they look particularly great. I mean, they won 5-0 yesterday, but that was mainly due to Slovakia being 
just imploded. One of the worst performances in the Euros history, let's be honest. They I just really, they just fully really gave up. I, th- I think that actual this that if you look at their stats, their chance the chances they've created though across the game is not just before taking into account um them dicking all over Slacky like mm. um they definitely have had moments and they easily could have won all of their games. Um, and I don't think they also either looked particularly fraught at the, at the back or, or reckless. I, mm. I think they could be a little bit of a dark horse if they could just start scoring. They, have, well, they haven't been tested at all at back, have they? I mean, Sweden came for a nil-nil draw in the first game and got it. <laughs> Uh, even though they could have won it, they had a couple of good chances, Sweden. And then obviously Slovakia barely touched the ball, in, <laughs> especially in the second half. So you... the Sweden game did produce. I think it was the Sweden game, and I was telling Ross about this when we were watching the Poland game. One, my, I think one of my moments of the tournament <laughs> was after, after the stone, after the game in the studio. Cesc Fabregas claiming to firstly claiming to be a friend of Alberto Morata, and then claiming that he was mentally weak. <laughs> all, in, all in one sentence. It's got a gif of Ryan from the office writing his book. Yeah. <laughs> Every time Rat does anything. Poland, Chris. Poland, um, where do they go from here? Because Lewandowski's 32, and this probably his last major tournament that he could make an impact on. Yeah, and you kind of think that um, Piontek, who missed this tournament, he did okay at Milan. Well, he started off okay at Milan and then it sort of went ticks up for him. Um, mm. I think he's back in Germany now. Um, it's unfair to follow Lewandowski. You know when you sort of have two cricketers that have a sort of yeah. uh, a stand of about 200, then one of them gets out and the next one comes in and then gets a duck. It's sort <laughs> of a bit like that. Um, and I sort of feel sorry for Piontek or whoever it is that has to come in afterwards. Um, they're a team that's definitely getting on a bit. Glick's getting on a bit. Chesney and Fabianski and goal are pushing alongside. I'm trying yeah. to think, old oh, Zielinski is, I think he's in his late 20s, I think. Uh, yeah. He's not going to be around forever. <sighs> and Lewandowski didn't really get a sniff, did he? He scored against Spain um, the first game. He was anonymous, I remember that. Mm. Uh, and then he came alive against Sweden, even after he missed two yeah. headers onto the crossbar. But <laughs> he only really sort of came alive then. I do wonder what he thinks, you know, whether he enjoys international football. Because week after week we're buying, he's playing with yeah. the best players in the world. And then it's he goes to play with... Yeah, he's, and then he's, he's got probably, Gregor Kokoviak. He's probably wishing he did what Miroslav Klose did. Yeah, just, exactly. Just Germany. God, imagine Germany with Lewandowski. Oh, fucking hell. That's a terrifying thought. Uh, let's move on to Group F, France, uh, Germany's group. France won it in the end. Um, three teams... Play, play three, one, one. Um, basically, it was enough to get you through. Two draws for France, sealed them with that extra point. Um, yeah, Chris, you said France playing within themselves. You also mentioned that group and Mbappe looks like Jonah Lomu, and I can't get that image out of my mind now. He looks... He is, isn't he? He's just a bigger boy playing football with young people. It's, yeah. He's just quicker I mean, and stronger than everyone else. I like France, and I think I've liked France since France 98, and at times I think I probably wanted them to be better than England uh, because I just <laughs> really, really like them as a team. Um and I think that we have, I think Mbappe's played really well in fits and starts. Um, the game, the first half against Germany, he was virtually unplayable. And that time he sort of ran past Mats Hummels. Yeah. Um, it was just 20 yard head start as well. Ridiculous. Yeah. But he's not scored. So I think we've got an awful lot more to come out of 
France. And I think weirdly, one of the things that holds them back is Griezmann's work rate, um, because he is in a lot of different places on the pitch, uh, which means that when France are breaking, should he be further up the pitch? Um, yeah, he's I supposed to be he's... playing as a 10, I think. Yeah. Oh, and... Or in Mbappe and... Benzema. He plays in an awful lot of positions um, and I'm still not sure about Kimpembe at the back. I've never been sure about Kimpembe as a defender and they played Kunde in, as fullback the other day and I don't know whether it would have been better to play Kunde as central defender and Pavard as right back. Um, yeah. But they need to find a way of servicing Mbappe uh, to make him more prolific because for him to not to score in the group stages it's just really bizarre. But yeah. having said that, I think that when they face the challenges they will be facing in the later rounds, it will be kicking up the gears and I think we'll see the best of them. I still think they'll win the tournament. Adam, Portugal. I'm not, I'm not sure I agree with Chris. No? No. I'm not, I'm, not sure that, I'm not sure that France are playing within themselves. I think that just this is France. And they've done some very good things. Um, but I think that I'm I think that Teams have been able to nullify them in parts, or at least at least count them. I them at bay for a long time. Like, I don't. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't see it as them just having this. Uh, like they're just cruising. I think that this is that they are trying their hardest. No, I don't think they're cruising at all. Um, I think. I think that. It's just not clicking quite. It's just not clicking. That last little bit is just not clicking for them. Yeah, no, I don't, oh, we I don't can think maybe agree, We can maybe agree with that, but I don't think that I don't I don't envisage it just clicking all of a sudden. I just think this is maybe what you're gonna get from France. And so maybe maybe where I wouldn't disagree is maybe that is still good enough to win the tournament. Mm. But I don't I I don't think they're standout favourites. No, other betting would suggest much sure it was in Italy. I don't think that they are going to just become, they're just going to click into a gear and become this team that's going to uh, blow teams away even in the knockout stages. I think, well, I think they tried Three a couple now. of different things against Portugal, didn't they? That didn't really work. Like uh, Chris said, Koundé at right back didn't really offer anything going forward, mm. especially when you've got Tolisso's a central midfielder playing on their right hand side as well. It just didn't seem to work. I know, yeah. that, I know that they have, <clears throat> have strength in depth and I know we have bigger squads, but they've all already lost Dembele and Luka Dinia for as options in the tournament. So they're a bit ham, hamstrung there. Like losing Dinia's it I think losing Dinia's quite big for them in terms of it gave them a different way to play. He looked much better than Hernandez in that second game certainly. Um so that's a that's an option taken away from them. And as Chris, uh, what, I, what I do agree with is Kimpembe is just has a mistake. He just looks like he's going to do something stupid at any one time. Francis Tyrone Mings. Tyrone Mings played all right. Apart from the fact that so Tyrone Mings has been, Tyrone Mings has been, been decent. And yeah. I, if you, he's coming. If you he's remove, coming. Don't worry. You, if you remove the fact he's a Villa player, you wouldn't be saying this. Yeah, no, if he played for Ronaldo, it would be fine, but yeah, he's a Villa player. <laughs> Tom, is Ronaldo going to drag Portugal kicking and screaming with content from the other teams or not to the final and win it as like revenge on himself for missing the last one, getting himself injured in the final? I mean, in the in the preview podcast that we did, I the more I looked at Portugal, the more they uh, I 
they got talked up in my own head and then yeah. I drew them in the work fruit state. Um, <laughs> you have to support them. They certainly have they certainly have the talent to be dangerous. They have I think the thing with Portugal is they have the, the talent to be dangerous and where they don't have the talent, they have the 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 the, the know all they have like mm. a player like Pepe might be 38, but I wouldn't be that annoyed if, like, if he was playing instead of Tyro Mings, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be thinking, ah, shit, that's yeah, a problem. Or a again, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Nah, Pepe knows what to do. Yeah. I thought they looked very good yesterday. I think the inclusion of Renato Sanchez definitely improved them. And I think does he only play for Portugal? Yeah. Because I... <laughs> Swansea broke him. I still remember that spell at Swansea where he looked like he'd never played football before. Yeah. That was to, fit, pa- to, to play like that, to play like that, and then turn up. <laughs> I think to be fair to him, it was a case of too much, too young because he sort of burst onto the scene. Then he got that move to Bayern, and then you know maybe he got a bit too young. But he's done very well for Lille this season. Um, and I think to be able to sub off Bernardo Silva and bring on Bruno Fernandez is also a sign that you're um, you've got a bit of depth there. Although they are Quaresmanless, of course. <laughs> of course. That could come back to hold them. That will hamstring them later in the tournament. Yeah, really right. Boy. I'm looking for some. Sort Who's going to get each of Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, that's the group stages. Uh, let's have a quick look at the. We talked about Germany. Well, we talked about them a little bit, didn't we? That they're. Uh, well, yeah. Go on. We're going to talk about Germany. Let him talk about Germany. <laughs> no, I don't. I, like I just Germany. Think I... I think they look dangerous. <laughs> yeah, you I don't think... agree with that. I don't think. Do not. Me. Yeah. No, I think they. I think they do. I think they have looked dangerous against. Portugal, they look very dangerous. I don't think they're particularly. Um, I wouldn't I think, want to I think they're missing them. a Miroslav closer. That's what they're missing. I think they are. I mean, if I was John Stones, I wouldn't be too happy playing against them. If I was Raheem Sterling or Bukayo um, uh, Sacco, I'd be very happy to play against them. Yeah, I think I think the winner of the England Germany game gets to the final out of our out of our half of the draw. Mm. So who's that then? Well, the winner of our game plays Sweden or Ukraine. Oh yeah. Oh, we got the good side, have we? Yeah. yeah. And then the winner of that will play Netherlands, Czech Republic, Wales or Denmark. The Netherlands. So, yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah, that's what's looking likely. But, yeah, I think they just keep the ball so well. And that's like a basic these days for football. Right? They just do it. They, they pass with such speed and accuracy that, yeah, they're just missing. They guys put the ball in the net all the time. But... <laughs> They're doing right. <clears throat> Let's get on to the knockout stages then quickly. So Wales, Denmark is the first one. We've all gone for Wales on that one. Italy, Austria. I'm guessing a clean sweep for Italy. Yeah. Yeah. Annoyingly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we've got Holland taking on the Czech Republic. Anyway, Czechs pull a, a shock up here. No. <laughs> anyway, the only way you can see Czech Republic winning <laughs> is if Holland completely self-destruct and defend in defence, yeah. which I think they do have the ability to do where they're so gung-ho with their attack, but mm. I just don't think Czech Republic will have the quality. Yeah, I think that's fair. The Belgium-Portugal was the first kind of big tie of the knockouts. That's on, a, on Sunday night, 8 o'clock. If, if Holland don't get through against um, Czech Republic, for the reasons Tom just said, it would be Jordan Pickford's fault. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're missing a certain centre-back. Yeah. Chris. yeah. <laughs> um, Belgium-Portugal. Here we go here. I'm going Belgium. <sighs> Oh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go Portugal because I think that 
I mean, they know how to win. They've done it before. And I think that the... I can see them turgidly spoiling a game and yeah. Ronaldo scoring. Or Fernando's penalty. Yeah. <laughs> I should be at that game. Could oh, you? Are you not going to watch it out of protest now? That's the one I, that's the one I had tickets for and I had to get a <laughs> refund because it's in Spain. Oh, There's a man at about. <laughs> Belgium, Portugal, all the have all the have all the games, all the second round games. Yeah. Typical. You could have got Sweden and Ukraine, but yeah, you got that one which would have been amazing. <laughs> yeah. And I think Portugal, I think Portugal will win as well. Yeah, I like that. We're split here. Um Croatia, Spain is on Monday at five o'clock. Spain for me. Yeah, I think Spain. I was going to say it's difficult because both those teams aren't at their peak as they've been in recent years, but I think Spain. And Croatia is sort of a team who who want to be on the front foot and keep the ball, but they won't be able to do that against Spain. The one team you don't want to be playing to do that. Yeah, exactly. Um, France versus Switzerland. uh, Monday, eight (laughs) o'clock. You don't, I don't need, need to ask, to ask that question, do I? No. <laughs> you um, don't need to answer that question, but if I can think of a team that could make that really hard work. Yeah, it is France, isn't it? <laughs> Switzerland could really... Switzerland are a, t- a, t- a little bit like, like Thomas. Switzerland are a team that can really just nullify anything. Like, like they will just, They'll lose it in a penalty shootout or an extra mm. time. But I could see this... I, I don't see uh, it, it being... France blow, blowing them away, and I'll, I'm sure I'll eat these words very quickly now. But unless they get, unless they get an early goal, I think if yeah. it's if if they keep it tight at half time, I think France will struggle. But if France get an early goal, I think they'll just yeah. perhaps, yeah. But I I just can see Switzerland very much a team where they what they have they hold. Yeah, yeah. I think it's going to be a uh, Johan Juru and Philippe Sendros masterclass in defence. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine that Shaki- against the Shaki- Shaki- Shakiri Shakiri sneaks one in the in the 118th minute. <laughs> Over yeah. the box. <laughs> Chris loses his mind. <laughs> um, there we go. And Tuesday, last day of the knockout round to 16 is England take on Germany at five o'clock. These are the teams I've got in my sweepstake. What England and Germany? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no. Do you want to win the money more, or do you want England to progress more? Uh, I want to win the money. I, I, do you know what? It's going to be unbearable in the bloody newspapers, isn't it? In this build, I mean, the, yeah. there's, it's all, the one thing that's really hurt me about this tournament is it doesn't matter what game was on the TV. All they bloody talked about was Euro '96. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. England Euro '96. Exactly. I mean, that's been all over the place. Yeah. Well, this is this is going to be in Wembley, so yeah. If you don't think if you think that if you think those days are over. <laughs> <laughs> how how long till a newspaper has um uh well first of all how long till a newspaper has it and which England player's head gets put <laughs> superimposed onto a uh, photo of Basel Forty? It was I remember year ninety six. It was the Sun headline was Acton Fritz and it was like Stuart Pearce shouting underneath a um sort of British Army helmet from World War Two. Jesus Christ! <laughs> so yeah, it's going to be like that for like the next four or five days. <laughs> But it's as I said in this group, and I actually spoke to a German about this on Twitter, um, that Germans think of us in the same way that we think about Poland or Sweden. And that's how France and um, Germany and teams like that think about us. You know, yeah. we think we're on the same level as them and they don't think we are because other than um, 1966, <laughs> we haven't been anywhere near a final, have we? So I don't think we think that. I think the media thinks that we think that. 
I think, I think yeah, yeah. most sensible think England fans think most, know what yeah, we most, are. That's the key word, most sensible, sensible. England fans. <laughs> obviously, there are not many, but I think, I think we've known over the last... I'm not, even sure, we have, not, I'm not even sure we have four of them on this, this chat. <laughs> I mean, if you went down to Croydon Box Park before that game and said, yeah, we're just the same as Poland, you'd sort of get plastic beer cans thrown at you, wouldn't you? Yes, yeah. You'd be covered in piss. Um, <laughs> and that's before I've said that. <laughs> just a day in the office. Um, so, you want to put cards on the table, who's winning? Tom? Um... I think if we concede first, that's it. <laughs> yeah. I don't think we'll come back. I think the first time we concede first in this tournament, we'll lose. And I've got a feeling that it might be against Germany. But my my heart was England, but I, I I still think Germany will win. Yeah, might have a bit on Germany just just to ease some of the pain and sort of build a bit. Um, Chris, what are you going with? Uh, going with Germany, Luke Shaw to miss the decisive penalty. <laughs> Mason. I like that you chose my United player, lovely. Um, Adam? I'm going, I'm, I'm going to say Germany because I'm going to, I don't want to jinx myself. So well, this, this is depressing, isn't it? <laughs> I'm going with a reverse jinx. <laughs> I, I, I think we can do it. I do think we can do it. I don't, I don't think this Germany team are impressive. I think but it's that Germany. It's Germany. <laughs> exactly. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't get me wrong. Game. Yeah, Timo Werner is going to score all of the goals he's not scored all season. Twenty-eight <laughs> nil to Germany. <laughs> um, but I do think that we have the players to be able to hurt Germany in, and I think that we our. If we play the right, we won't play the right players. But if we played the right players, our strengths will highlight some of their weaknesses. Yeah, the strengths that we've let... in any of the three games so far. <laughs> Pardon? The strengths that we haven't showed at all in the three games so far. I think he's been our... saving himself. That's what he's been doing. Creativity, pace. I think <laughs> our potential strengths. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's what they've been doing. England's hypothetical strength. Do you think we've well, we've been rope doping Germany? <laughs> <laughs> this is a masterful ploy by Gareth Southgate. Imagine, imagine that. Do, you think, do, you think, do you think he's going to start Sancho? <laughs> yeah, you know that team I picked in the Extra Time podcast, which is basically John Stones and um, nine attackers. Well, guess we what's go. coming? Yeah, <laughs> I think I think that if if if. <laughs> If Gareth Southgate has been long, has been slow playing it like this, and thought that the Germans will be unfamiliar with Jaden Sancho <laughs> if I don't play them in the first three games, he might have misunderstood what was going on. Yeah, I think they may watch Bundesliga. <laughs> <laughs> they might have some clue. Um, I'm going for England win because you've all gone Germany, so England's going to win. And when we lose, it's my fault. Fair enough. As long as you yeah. can take that. Yeah, I don't mind. I'm always back the Germans to win tournaments. You're, so. you're brave of a, you're, you're 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 the brave man that I I couldn't be. <laughs> I just think I'm a coward. I, was, I don't know. Somehow we're going to do it. I don't know. Calvin Phillips for the winner. There we go. I'll do. I'll back poppers money on that as well. Just to gonna, Cal, Calvin Phillips sliding in at the back post. <laughs> Manages to get a foot, get that foot to it. My gasser just couldn't. Yeah. Doing it for Granny Val. Um, this final game of the knockout stages is one that no one's really going to care about at eight o'clock on Sunday night, or Tuesday night, is it? If England lose, Sweden taking on Ukraine. Sweden. 
Yeah, I think so, yeah. Isaac's probably the best player on yeah. the pitch, isn't he? Adam? Oh, God. There's nothing... <laughs> Um, I hope it's Sweden, just so so then we can a bit of symmetry to to Southgate's uh, World <laughs> Cup triumph. We can batter Sweden in the quarterfinals again. Uh, Tom, I think I think Ukraine will win that. I think yeah, group Ukraine's group was higher than people give them credit for. I think Austria and Netherlands aren't bad sides, but I think I think Ukraine might. Ukraine, Ukraine is onto the final now. Ukraine are the one team that I've forgotten about the entire tournament. I forgot they were there. Like when I've been yeah. doing sweepstakes and stuff. So like everyone's got, who's got this team? What, what, what is that team I'm missing? Oh, it's the Ukraine. There they are. <laughs> Why do we only have 23 tickets? Yeah. <laughs> Who am I missing? <laughs> um, so there we go. That is the, um, the group. Well, no, should, we, should we carry this on to the final? Darn. Now we mean? picked our knockouts. I've got the who plays who here. <laughs> we could just we could just carry on to the final. Well, yeah. it doesn't help when we've all picked different winners. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now we'll come back after the uh, the round of sixteen. I think we'll do another podcast then, and we'll predict um, those wins, and we'll see how close we get. We can, we'll keep a track of these. It's recorded, so you know. There we go. We said. Shall we? Shall we at least just? Pre- shall we each predict the final? Okay. Yeah. England. England. Italy. <laughs> there you go. Um. I'm going to to stay consistent with my picks. I'm going to go Germany, Belgium. Chris? Italy, Germany. Tom? England, Portugal. Whoa. (laughs) Revenge for the Ronaldo wink. Goalkeeper scores the winning penalty. (laughs) (laughs) Please, I just, the the image of of Jordan Pickford taking his gloves off to score the winning penalty. Does he wear the number 11 for Portugal? I don't, I don't think he does. So. I mean, he must not be allowed, surely. No, he wears one. <laughs> I've checked. He wears one. <laughs> Good. I've one. checked. It's the, it's the first thing I looked into. <laughs> as far as my Euros research went, what number is Portugal wearing? The score numbers are asked, get me Portugal's. <laughs> well, no, like I said in the, um, the X-Pen podcast, one thing I did notice that Spain have retired the number 15 Sergio Ramos jersey. Yeah. gone straight from 14 to 16. I do quite like that. It feels weird Ramos not being at the tournament. Yeah, they, they can do that. They can do that because they only took because they've arrogantly only taken twenty four <laughs> players. <Love it. laughs> that's what I love. That's what I love more about than the idea of Ramos not being there. The fact that it, it's not that there are there are twenty six better players. He's decided that two two empty players are better than Ramos. Yeah. Could took two strikers. No, we'll stick with him right now. We're fine. <laughs> Right then, there we go. That is it for this podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Man on the Post. You can find us on all social networks and podcast places and everywhere at Man on the Post. Leave us five-star rating reviews. Make sure you're subscribed, you're followed, or whatever you do on Spotify. Just like like it, then you I think. I don't know what you do. Um it's a follow. Yes. It's a follow, is it? It's a follow on Spotify, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Follow us on Spotify. Um Make sure you listen to all the ads on ACAS because they, they're, they're great. Brilliant ads for all of them. Make sure we we'll definitely get no money out of that. Um, you can follow <laughs> us on Twitter. Adam, where can they find you? Adam, say 101. Chris, where can they find you? Uh, at Sietchingham77. Uh, Tom? Alano11. And you can find me at Rossbelt1984. We will be back after the round of 16, I think, to talk about those matches and look forward to the quarters and the semis and maybe we'll get one of our predictions spot on. Who knows? 
It's unlikely with this podcast, but we'll see. <laughs> I mean, if we, if we can't pick, if we can't pick eight games where where some of us, where there's only two teams can win and some of us have picked different ones, we're really in trouble. Yeah, something's gone wrong. But history would suggest <laughs> we're not great at this. <laughs> we must have got someone from the Belgian Portugal game right. <laughs> uh, until we're back, then it's goodbye from me, goodbye from Chris, three out, goodbye from Adam, bye, goodbye from Tom. Goodbye. And we'll see you next time. Always remember to keep your man on the post.